Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Celebrate our God-given freedom and faith while honoring our Blessed Mother with Girelli's USA Rosary. Each state is represented on this rosary's 50 beads. Red, white, and blue enamel adorn its patriotic crucifix. Get yours today. Shop www.ghirelli.com. This, our Mother of the Eucharist production, is made possible by you. If you would like to support us by donating, click the Give Online tab at the top of our website, ourmotherofthecharist.org. Thank you and God bless you. Welcome to Shades of Blue. All that is good, all that is true, all that is beautiful, all that is holy, all that is pure, all that is virtuous, all that is merry. This is Out of the Blue with Sister Carista Maria and Sister Mary Claire. Okay, so this is part two on Sister and I's favorite subject, our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity in Holy Communion, in the Eucharist. Eucharist means Thanksgiving. And I have to say that truly Jesus is the source and summit of my whole life. And in fact, that's why I became his bride. I Me too. Never, I would I wouldn't. never be able to have become a sister consecrated to God Me in neither. my life. Because I always longed to get married and I longed for intimacy in life. And because, but then when I realized Jesus is present in the Eucharist, yeah. not only that, but that I'm called to profound intimacy of life with him. Do you know how it happened? How did it happen, sister? <laughs> well, I was actually, now that you asked, <laughs> I was actually, I went to adoration. And, you know, I used to, like I mentioned, I used to think that uh, people who were sisters or priests were really like either boring, unpopular, or couldn't find couldn't a husband. Couldn't find a husband or, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And so, and also I thought like, how can someone be a religious, a bride of Christ? Like that is so foreign. Like how can you be the bride of someone you can't see or hear or feel? Yep. Do you know? I mean, did you feel that yeah. way? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so it people was so don't understand that. They're like, how can you, how can you say that you're the bride of Christ and you can't see him? You can't feel him. You can't touch him. So let's talk about how that. many, how many out there have felt that way? Or even still feel that way. All right, so I see I was, you raising your hands. <laughs> so I was in adoration. I started going through my conversion, through Mary leading me to her son in the Eucharist. And I just had a grace to know that Jesus was really there. So I would spend two to four hours a day wow. just being before his presence. It was like looking into a mirror and coming to know my true identity. 
as a child of God. And I so needed that because my whole identity before was caught up in what others thought of me. That's, I mm. didn't know, that's how I knew who I, th- I was. I think many people feel like that. Yeah, and so it was a, a matter of popularity or success or others liking me or to determine, you yeah. know, my worth and, right. and identity. And so I'm spending time with Jesus and just growing and coming to know my true identity. And as I'm spending this time with him, I begin to see him with my spiritual eyes, to hear him in the silence of my heart, and to feel him in the depths of my soul. And I started realizing, I said, I really could be his bride. You know, all growing up, I longed for intimacy. Wow. That's why I longed to get married, all growing up. And But now I was realizing I could have this type of intimacy with God. It's a transcending intimacy. Into me see. Into me see. Yeah. And just as I was exercising my spiritual senses, I was encountering Jesus as divine bridegroom. Wow. And, and truly living in our midst. Jesus is living. He's in our midst. And when we're baptized, we receive the indwelling presence of the Holy Trinity. But when we spend time with Jesus in the Eucharist, it draws out that true presence. It helps us to become more aware of his indwelling presence. It stirs up those baptismal graces. And then, and then it helps us, as we're in adoration, it helps us to receive him and to know who we're receiving and to be better disposed in receiving him. Because the um, receiving Jesus in the Eucharist is meant to be a consummation of our baptismal vows. You know what that means? So, all right, so when we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, it's a consummation. When, just like a, a husband and wife, when they're married, the consummation of their marriage, the sacrament of marriage, matrimony, is their nuptial, nuptial union. union. Yes. So for us, when we're baptized, the consummation of our baptismal vows is receiving Jesus in the Eucharist. I love that. It's, that it's, is just it's, beautiful. It's nuptial union I love with that. our Eucharistic bridegroom. It's it's a one flesh union with Jesus. Oh, sister, you're just getting me so excited because I was re- I'm reading the book uh, Jesus the Bridegroom yes. by Brant Petrie and um, in there he talks about Jesus the Bridegroom and something that just gives you a little food for thought is when uh, St. John the Baptist was preparing God's people. You know how he had prepared the way for the kingdom of God? Well, he was preparing for the bridegroom. So what happened was when Jesus came, it says in the scriptures that John the Baptist rejoiced over the voice of the bridegroom. Now, that wouldn't even make sense, you know, because it would, they would, people would go, huh, Jesus, bridegroom, where's his wife? You know? Mm. And the so, church, the church. The church. <laughs> and so John the Baptist was his best man. And, John, and the best man in the Jewish tradition, the best man is the one that would lead the bride to the bridegroom. And so John the Baptist was leading the church to the bridegroom. You know what you're... I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Are, you're go ahead. reminding me, of course, this is the month of June. The Sacred Heart of Jesus. Right. For us as Catholics, it's the Sacred Heart of Jesus month. Yes, whereas, Sacred Heart of Jesus whereas, month. As we've heard as well, it's Pride. I think, yeah, Gay month, Pride Month. Gay Pride Month. Yeah. So we were talking about this, how, how uh, 
ironic or would you call it coincidental? I don't know. But the fact that it's the same month, like our Sacred Heart of Jesus month has been in, turned into, for many, Gay Pride month. Whereas, And so the Sacred Heart is ignored. Whereas our that is really what they're, they're longing for. Mm. is communion with the bridegroom. Communion with the, the bridegroom. The divine bridegroom. Amen. And that's so missing. And I, I had a, actually spoke with a homosexual one time. And yes. I shared that with him. I said, I, I had this in prayer, it was coming to me, that I bet that is really what they're longing for deep down. If they really mm. were honest about it, it, you know, homosexual men, they're longing for communion with their divine bridegroom. It's mm. a transcending mm. communion, um, nuptial union with, you know, as right. the church, but, but it's that heart communion mm. that transcends the natural realm. Right. But and, and that's what, the answer and to what the was sacred his heart. Oh, his response was, he thought about it for a moment, because we were having a very honest conversation, and he said, that could work. He had. He thought that could possibly. That really. He thought that was. There was something really to that. We have an ache and a longing, brothers and sisters, that only the love, the supernatural love of Christ can fill. No other person can fill it. No matter how good they are, no matter how loving they are, they cannot fill that that void that we have deep within us because we were made for the love of God. We were made with to be known side, and loved. A God-sized God void. void. Yeah, yes. God-sized void. Whether we're men or women, whether we are we're, have a heterosexual or homosexual orientation, right. either way, right. we were made for communion. We were made for communion with God. Right. And, and God alone is going to sate that infinite eros longing that's at the core of all of us. Sister, you know, infinite. as you were speaking and as you're saying that, what yeah. was coming to me um, is this, this and I'm going to make this correlation because this uh, satanic priest or warlock or whatever you want right, to call right. him said that when he was so steeped in sin, mm. he said that he never could be sated. He never could be sated. He said that I would commit sin after sin after sin, and I would make up sins, and I would have the, the worst sins that you could possibly think of. I committed every sin in the book, and he said, I still wasn't sated. It was like a kid in a candy store, and the more you get, the more you want. And he said, and it just, I got bored. I got bored with sin. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you You'll never get bored with Jesus Christ, and He will sate you in a way that the devil can never sate you, and no sins can ever sate you. The love of Christ can sate you all the way to the core of who Amen. you are. And that high priest is, is Zachary King. For anyone who wants to look up his testimony, it's really so powerful. Pretty powerful, yeah. He's, he's a great guy. Yes, from 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 a very satanic uh, priest, whatever high he priest, is, yeah. high priest life to a Catholic man. Yeah. And so I have I have a couple stories I'd really like to share. Please, very, let's do. Very important because we're like we're on the eve of Corpus Corpus Christi right, right now, and I just wanted to share how Corpus Christi even came about. 
<laughs> I love that story. Let's share it with everybody out okay. there. <laughs> so um, St. Juliana of Liege, or Blessed, I'm not sure if she's a saint or blessed right and now. She's saint. I think she's saint. Okay, so Jesus, In the 1200s. 1200s, Jesus mm -hmm. appeared to her, and she had, gave her an image of a moon re representing the liturgical calendar of the church. And there was a black dot in the moon. Mm. And he said that black dot represents that there is a feast day missing in the church calendar. Wow. And he said, I want you to have uh, started um, a feast day in honor of my body, my Eucharistic presence. Right, right, right. And Blessed Corpus Luciana Christi. said, yes, Corpus Christi. She said, Juliana. Juliana. <laughs> That's okay. You got kind of Lanciana, Juliana kind of put together. <laughs> Eucharistic, yes. Right, so she said, but Lord, what about Holy Thursday? Wow. I mean, that's, that's about the Last Supper, your sure. Eucharistic presence. That's he, the institution he said, of the priesthood. Yes. He said, yes, but that's also the institution of the priesthood. He said, I want a feast day solely wow. to honor my Amen. Eucharistic presence. He said, because there will come Amen. a time when people will no longer believe in my true presence. Sister, that's where we're at right that's now. That's totally where we're at. That's where we're at right now, and brothers so, and sisters. And and she she got a lot had a lot of suffering, as, mm. as usually happens with saints, right, saints right. in these situations. But it just so happened that her spiritual director became the next pope, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like John Paul II. With, That's pretty um, neat. Your spiritual director becoming a pope. Right, right. Wow. And so anyway, so he established Corpus the Christi, Corpus Christi the, solemnity. the solemnity. And yep. so what happened is, four hundred years later. Okay. Jesus appears again to a sister, this time St. Margaret Mary, Mary. Of, of Alaquoque. And she was actually in adoration before his Eucharistic presence. And Jesus came forth from the Eucharist. And actually, I have a picture here I'm going to show you. He came forth with, with his sacred heart oh, exposed. Wow. And he said... He said, Behold this heart, mm. which has loved men most and is so little loved in, in return. return. He said, I thirst with such a terrible thirst to be loved by you in the most blessed sacrament. Wow. And then he went on to say, I want you to have a feast day <laughs> established in the church for in honor of my sacred heart. And he said, I want it near the Feast of Corpus Christi because there you go. Because he said, I want people to know that my Eucharistic presence is truly my sacred, sacred heart, heart living and beating, beating among you. Yes, and that is the reason why the Eucharistic miracles, whenever they happen, it's heart flesh. Right. It's heart flesh. It's, and it's beating among us. This Jesus month is, is Eucharistic pride, <laughs> sacred heart of Jesus pride. Amen. Amen. So Amen. so that is why. All right. So tomorrow, today, this evening, we're in the eve of Corpus Christi. And tomorrow we celebrate it mm. on Sunday. And then Friday, this coming Friday, 
will be the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, Jesus within the octave of Corpus Christi. June the 28th, I believe, is the Sacred Heart. Okay. Yeah. And this is why. Because Jesus wants us to know that His Eucharistic presence is truly His Sacred Heart living, living and, and beating, beating among, among us. Amen. That is so beautiful, sister. So so we're going to kind of close out this one as well. And, and we, we have to go have to part, part three. Because we have some really we have to go deep things we want to share. Trinitarian here. Part one, part two, and part three. And then maybe even four. I don't know if we add Our Lady in there. <laughs> well, she's, in all, she's behind all of this. So, uh, Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Out of the Blue. Visit us on our motheroftheeucharist.org to donate and for more information about our ministries. Hello, this is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo, inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tour's Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you, and God bless. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com Featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith Not just a profile picture For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com And the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website Is ready to help single Catholics take the next step In sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics Remember, CatholicSingles.com For faith, fellowship, and love.